take the time to meditate, you know, sit down with your coffee or whatever it is you do. Try to envision a goal for yourself and, you know, take time for yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. So, are you thinking of running for office? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think, uh, I've, like I said, I've always been interested in local politics. I think that's where you make the most effective changes in your community. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I would never rule anything out, but I, I, I have a very full life right now. And I think that, you know, with a very young daughter and, uh, you know, I have a lot that I want to do still with my career. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine that would be a... A possibility for a long time. But you know, New York mayor, wouldn't that be great? Local politics. It'd be great. I'd like to, hey, I, I would like to see more affordable housing in New York City and I'd like to see a greener city. Um, but I also believe that, you know, uh, there are, uh, you know, there are people that are, you know, I, I have certainly, I've in the past have supported Scott Stringer and his mayoral run and I really believe a lot in his experience experience and his platform. So, you know, I think you can affect a lot of change but just by supporting a political candidate and perhaps redirecting the spotlight onto somebody, um, you know, whose who's, uh, who's, uh, policies you really stand behind. So, I have an idea that the third feminist movement has to include going beyond giving us the vote or giving us access to every job and the top of every profession to helping us change the nature of work and of life so that we don't assume that it has to be fueled by stress and burnout and being always on. And I was thinking about you in her when you played Samantha, you know, this AI kind of theory and uh, the fascination with technology and our addiction to technology and how much this adds to the stress and burnout of modern life. So I wonder whether both your kind of view of feminism in this era of incredible technological addiction mm. and your own relationship to the de your devices has changed. For example, let me start with a simple question. Do you sleep with your phone? Uh, my phone is, uh, I don't ever put my ringer on to the, probably much to the concern of every person that works with me, but I just can't stand it. I, I'm not a very, t you know, I don't, I'm not, uh, I have no social media presence. I, I live a quite an analog life, but I do find that my phone adds a lot of stress to my life. Uh, and it's an unnecessary stress because life is stressful, obviously, and it's complicated and especially I think when you're, even as a, as a you know, it's, life is stressful in general, right? As, I find as a working parent, life is, is, there's not a lot of other added stresses that come along with that, where you're constantly feeling like you are, there's just not enough of you, you know, and, you, and, and, then, and then what's left for you even, you know what I mean? So to, to then have the addition of um, not just the availability of information and news. I mean, actually, I, at one point, right after Trump was elected, I was getting such panic because I was constantly, I found myself constantly, I would wake up and then I would check, of course, the Huffington Post. And then I would look at, you know, Politico or whatever other sites. And then, you know, I'd make my coffee and I would have CNN on. And then I, before that, I'd have listened to NPR. I was, I was manic. And then in the cab, you know, taxi cab, where I was, ever where I was at any given moment, I had this, this news feed constantly in my ear. You know, that plus 
work being constantly, you know, being constantly available for work or constantly, you know, or, or, or being able to go down a rabbit hole and look at a comment board and, you know, I mean, it's so much. It's just too much. It's too much. I think if we, you know, there is a responsible way, I think, to live our lives with technology where, we're also, where we also take care of ourselves, right. take care of our, our, our mental state, you know, give, give ourselves time and space to be clear in our mind so that we can focus on our own empowerment and focus on our own, our own goals, how we want to get there. Take the time to, you know, meditate, take the time to, you know, sit down with your coffee or whatever it is you do and not be staring at your thing and not be just absorbing all of this constant information, but actually strategize with yourself, you know, try to envision a goal for yourself and, you know, uh, you know, try to try to think about what kind of active choices you're making in your life. You know, take time for yourself. I think that helps. That, that, that is empowering. Right now, women need to lead the way into changing our relationship with stress and technology because it's really driving everybody manic. Yeah, I think it's, I try to, I try to, I try to stop myself from, I go, am I, wait, do I need to be doing this right now? Yes. I don't. I do not need to be, you know, uh, like going down the rabbit hole of, you know, what the first production of Glass Menagerie was. Like, that's okay. <laughs> I can put that away for a minute. I can just put it away. And how has your life <laughs> changed um, since you became a mother, which is now two and a half years? Yes, it's two and a half years. And uh, it, how, it is so profound, the change, I can't even begin to summarize it, um, but, uh, you know, it's just, I think, I really enjoy, um, you know, when I, can, when I am dis disconnected from this thing, it really allows me to be really connected with my two and a half year old daughter, um, and just, you know, I, I just love, and, I, and I've been fascinated also with this idea also in my work as an, as, an, as an actor, this kind of pairing away of all this noise and, get, and kind of return to almost this child state where you see, you know, with your child, they, they're so imaginative and, the, you know, this imaginative play that they, that, that they do. I love to watch her come up with all kinds of stories and games and, you know, it's such a magical... Uh, magical, of course, that word's so overused, but it's such an opportunity to really enjoy just life and, 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 and the simple things that, you know, are, uh, that connect us to one another, these, this human experience that we share. It's so wonderful to be able to have this tiny person to, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, you know, interact with and share that, that part of life with. It's, it's been amazing. Um, and this, what can this, I say? this tiny <laughs> bilingual person, Rose speaks English <laughs> and French, forcing her mother to learn French. She is, I know, and she doesn't like it when I speak French for some reason. I don't know why. She'll go, no, no French, daddy's, daddy talks that. <laughs> I'm like, God, you are a bossy kid? Uh, D'accord, no I wonder where no she French. took that from. But, I wonder where she took the bossy part from. <laughs> Remember, Sheryl Sandberg... Don't ask her father that. We, should, we shouldn't call our, our daughters bossy. We should say that they have leadership abilities. <laughs> yes. 
So, uh, Scarlett, I do wish you had more time, but I just want to thank you so much for being not just a brilliant, amazing, and indeed magical actor, <laughs> but for being such a wise woman, sharing your wisdom with us. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank, thank you, you so much. It's been a pleasure.